It's July 17, 2007, and this is the Privacy Podcast, Show 15, the Louisiana Board of Regents Data Breach. I'm Aaron Titus. About once a month, I write an email or letter to somebody to let them know that they've been a victim of identity breach. This is the way it usually works. I type in a couple of keywords into a major search engine, and once or twice a month I find an online cache of personal information, like social security numbers, birth dates, addresses, phone numbers, email addresses, and so on. I then track down the breaching organization and as many victims as I can. June was a busy month. At the beginning of the month, I found a cached version of an Excel file on an Arkansas state government website with a name, social security numbers, birth dates, and a whole lot of other extra information about 284 licensed psychologists in the state of Arkansas. Fortunately, the file also contained email addresses for about 250 of them, which means that they also got spammed, but at least I could notify them directly. I blogged about that particular breach. Since the blog, several psychologists have thanked me personally for informing them of the breach. They have also negotiated a discount for identity protection services. And I understand that there's an ongoing investigation, and with any luck, this will serve as a wake-up call to the state of Arkansas. Then, about two weeks after that, I found a nuclear bomb of identity theft. And that's what this podcast is about. I know that several of you have come from ssnbreach.org and are wondering who I am and what that website is about. Well, in late June 2007, I discovered about 200 files online containing 163,000 social security numbers and contact information for nearly 200,000 people from Louisiana. The affected individuals appeared to be mainly former Louisiana high school students born between about 1979 and 1987, as well as roughly 34,000 Louisiana state education employees. The files themselves have a street value of more than $4 million dollars, and are worth almost a billion dollars or more, worth of potentially stolen credit. The files were posted on a website belonging to the Louisiana State Board of Regents, which is the state government agency in charge of higher education. The website appeared to be an online interface for an internal network. The files with sensitive information were among internal documents, usernames, passwords, company email, personnel records, personal documents, family photos, and pornography. While parts of the networks were password-protected, the folders containing these 200 files were open to the public and were not password-protected. Several search engines had found the site and copied its contents. I contacted the media in New Orleans, and WDSU will run a story on the breach tonight. While nobody knows exactly how long the files were exposed, WDSU reports that the files may have been online as long as one to two years. As of the date of the breach, the Louisiana State Education System used the student's social security number as their student ID. The Board of Regents acted quickly to take down the website once they became aware of its existence, and I understand they've been in contact with the Department of Education and the Louisiana State Attorney General, and that they're conducting an internal investigation. They also contacted Google to request that they clear their search engine caches, and I understand that they're also taking steps to notify the individuals affected, as well they should. Now, in an effort to assist the Board of Regents in notifying people affected by this breach, I've worked with the Liberty Coalition to create a free victims resource online at www.ssnbreach.org. There, you can search for your name and get a report about whether your personal information was exposed, under what conditions, and give you enough information to further investigate or mitigate your long-term risk. Now, let me tell you a little bit about how ssnbreach.org works. You can search for your name at ssnbreach.org and nothing else. 
That's because SSNBreach.org does not contain any social security numbers, addresses, phone numbers, or any other sensitive data. Neither I nor the Liberty Coalition have any desire to have any of that information in our possession. SSNBreach.org does not store any social security numbers or even complete addresses. Instead, the website gives users a yes-no report on whether their identity may have been compromised. This Information Exposure Report, or IXR, also includes links to resources to help you take protective action. In order to help people with similar names to distinguish themselves, SSNBreach.org stores a small piece of distinguishing information, such as a partial zip code or the first few digits of an address or the last few digits of a phone number. This is enough information for John Smith to be able to identify himself from among the other John Smiths, but is insufficient for a third party to positively identify or locate him based solely on that information. Now, SSNBreach.org is not just for people in Louisiana. It's for everybody. As information breaches continue to occur, as they inevitably do, SSNBreach.org will also grow to help notify individuals when they've been victims of personal information breach. The first version of the website will go live tonight. So here's this episode's privacy tip. If you live in Louisiana, visit www.ssnbreach.org and search for your name and get your information exposure report. It is always better to know. Now I know that some of you may have more questions. If that's the case, please email me, privacy at erintitus.net, and I'll do my very best to answer them. And if I can't answer them individually, I'll be sure to answer them on a podcast or online, either the blog or ssnbreach.org. Well, thanks for listening. Sort of live and sleep-deprived, I'm Aaron Titus. Titus.